Welcome, viewers and listeners, to another edition of CHP Talks. We're here with a repeat uh, guest on the show and someone that many of you know personally, Mr. Jim Enos of Hamilton, Ontario. Um, I'm going to give him a little introduction, but Jim, thanks for taking the time to join us today. Super. Glad to do it. Jim, Jim Enos, for those who may not know, is the Ontario Council President for CHP Canada and the CEO of CHP Hamilton Mountain, the EDA. He's also the president of the Hamilton Wentworth Family Action Council. Jim's consistent message over his 30 years of involvement of engaging in the public square has been for Christians to participate in public policy formation by sitting at the public table while policy is being made rather than simply protesting after policy is passed. Jim lives in the Hamilton area with his wife, Penny, and I know that very well because I've had the privilege of staying in their home a number of times. So again, Jim, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Looking forward to it all, Rod. So there is something going on in Hamilton right now. It seems like Hamilton City Council hasn't uh, learned their lesson from uh, from the past. So you want to tell us what's going on today? You might want to back up and tell us what went on a few years ago in Hamilton and why City Council would do well to uh, pay attention to their past <laughs> past performance yeah. and free speech. Yes, well, actually, they are starting to wake up because the, they had a vote about this, and seven were for us and eight were against us. So that's how close it was. So, uh, you know, back in 2016, uh, the it wasn't anywhere close. But back in 2016, when they were forming uh, what they call the uh, uh, gender identity protocol for Hamilton, we had concerns with what was being put in that policy, and it hadn't been passed yet. And so uh, we thought it was good to have some public scrutiny of public policy. We think that's the way a good country operates. Everybody gets to have a, put in their 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 perspective. And so we put together a simple ad, and it had a picture of a man pushing open a ladies a, a, a door that said "Ladies Showers," and at the top it said "Competing Human Rights." And at the bottom, it said, where's the justice? So that was our question. Where's the justice in all of this? Uh, we were in contract with Hamilton to put the poster up and for 30 days. And after it's up for three days, they took it down without one complaint. We filed uh, with the Ontario Superior Court and had a judicial review. Uh, spent a substantial amount of time, effort, and money. But at the end of the day, three judges, all three judges ruled unanimously with CHP Canada. A very, very strong ruling about the importance of free speech. And uh, and they also talked about tyranny, which wasn't us, of course. And so uh, Hamilton was also required to pay not only their fees, but a, a substantial portion of our fees as well taxpayers money well roll the cameras ahead seven years later we came up with something quite simple again um I'm maybe post, you can i'm gonna there. post that poster uh, 
if I can get it to screen share here. Are you seeing it, Jim? Yes, uh, there it is. We we are really apparently this is a very dangerous poster. Uh, woman, an adult female. I'm well, not sure that, what's dangerous. Hmm? That seems like a pretty common sense statement. Uh, any uh, normal human being would agree with. Yeah, well, in their in their letter, they actually say that uh, they recognize that most dictionaries would agree with us. So I'm a little confused then. What's the message? They went on to say the message of the advertisement supports a traditional and biologically determined definition of gender in line with conservative values. <gasps> there it is. Conservative values. Goodness, what are they talking about? Conservative values have no place, I guess, on Hamilton bus shelters. They said by definition it's narrow and exclusionary. Wow. Well, biology is. It is kind of uh, set in stone, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And does not acknowledge a lived experience of transgender non-binary individuals who identify as women. I, I want to be clear. I understand there are people who who have certain sensitivities. And uh, we can't go into all the reasons why. There's more than one reason why. And uh, I mean, quite honestly, I had a friend who a male who would have who had spent 10 years dressed as a woman. But he wasn't less my friend. And I was glad to know him. And it was a good experience for me to know him. But he although he dressed as a woman, he knew he wasn't one. And uh, at some point in his life, he stopped doing that. And it was a long story, but I'm glad I knew him because it helped me to understand a lot about 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 what what's happened so we're not we're not trying to hurt anybody here um so they 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 spent us a five-page letter and the the bulk of the letter describes that we have every right to put it up but what they're saying is well we had to balance it against that uh pe people who identify men who identify as women might feel uncomfortable I see. Or they might be, they might get anxious or feel anxiety, and we want the bus system to be a welcoming place. Well, we certainly don't want to hurt anybody. But on the other side, we wonder, well, we don't wonder, we recognize that there's a lot of harms in promoting a message that men can be other, anything other than what they are, especially when it's being done to children and done by people in authority. And so it's 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 a four word poster or a five word poster, but it's a huge discussion, and we're we're very concerned about the messages that are being sent, especially to our children and youth. And so we're just countering the message, and we're not attacking anybody. the The image is not making fun of anybody. It doesn't mock anybody. It doesn't. I mean, we could have shown someone who was trying to be a woman, and that would be mockery. Yeah. We didn't do that. We're not saying that. We're not mocking anybody. We're just saying the simple truth. And, you know, and we believe that, that there is harm by sending the wrong message. Yeah. So you sent this, uh, you applied to have uh, this poster advertised on the bus shelters in Hamilton. 
uh, when back in was it February or when when did you? Yeah, do? about yeah February. First of all, we went through the media company that that looks after the bus shelter ads. I mean, city staff don't look after it, but they they're their screening agent, and because they're their screening agent, uh, they write all the contracts and so on. They are a branch of government, and because of that, they're subject to the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. They are they are government, even though they're not the government. They're hired by the government. They represent the government. And when it comes to Charter of Rights and Freedoms, uh, government decisions have to always take into consider the rights of everyone. And they don't have to decide if they agree with what we're saying they have to decide whether we have the right to say it. And uh, the only way they could possibly, in our minds, uh, come up with a reason why not is if we were suggesting violence of some sort. You, you have the right to freedom as long as it's nonviolent speech. Right. We've never, ever suggested violence, nor are we suggesting violence here. No. But what we are asking for is an adult discussion. And unfortunately, it, we're into the age now where it's cancel culture and shut off the mics yeah. and call people yeah. names. And yeah. that's not adult-like. And so in order to have an adult conversation, it looks like we're going to have to go into the courts again. Yeah. Well, so you sent in the application or you applied to the media company back maybe in February or so, and February, then yeah. they, uh, it was the uh, media company that declined it initially, right? Uh, and then Correct. you appealed or you you uh, inquired at city council and uh, well, lead us through that, uh, what happened there. Yeah, the so they, they, they declined it, and we've done 13 years of advertising with them. This isn't the first ad we've ever done. But they declined it. Uh, they didn't give a valid reason, and they stopped communicating with us when we asked for an explanation. So then we contacted our lawyer and had them have him write to the city uh, and, you know, ask for justification for what what had happened. The city at the time said they weren't aware of it, and they thanked us for making them aware of it, and that's fair. Yeah. But then they took about I, I'm going to say about six to eight weeks to actually get back to their declining letter. And they thought about it. I mean, they've, they've had, they've just the wording of it, it. It appears they've had lawyers involved to even respond to us. So they've spent a great deal of money, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think they've spent a great deal of money trying to turn away a small bit of money. Yeah. Like there's a lot of effort going on here. So yeah so sure. then yeah so then so then so we finally got the letter saying no um and uh if and then what after the letter was written then it went to council it was kind of a funny way to do things because i'm not sure what would have happened if council had voted against its stance they would have had to rescind the letter i guess i don't know but they sent the letter before it ever went to council but when it did get to council, there was a vote, and it went seven for us and eight, eight, eight for the against. And um, so uh, that leaves us. That le leaves us in a 
a position to walk away, which would mean we don't ever expect to speak publicly about our policies again, or to take the issue to court. And part of the uh, victory in the 2016 case, I guess, uh, was resolved in 2018, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah the uh, part of the victory, the three judges that ruled unanimously in our favor was uh, a statement that as a political party, we have a right to uh, express our policies in a public forum. Is that, is that uh, accurate to put it that way? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just about individual rights. It was about a political party. And yeah, as a political party, we even have a kind of an amplified right, uh, more than the individual, perhaps, because we're representing, a, you know, we're representing a percentage of the population, I guess would be the reason. But this is this was about political free speech, and this will be again. So if the government, federal, provincial, or municipal, can prohibit a, an, a, government, a party with an opposing view from expressing those views in a public place, uh, then we don't really live in a democracy. Then, then we, we don't have freedom of speech. We don't have a uh, an opposition effectively for uh, you know to to work against uh, the dictates of a of a tyrannical government. So so this is very important that we have the opportunity to express this. Uh, people may or may not agree with us. We think a large portion of the population does agree with us and is concerned about the direction that uh, some of this legislation and uh, some of the public uh, policy is going but uh, if we don't if we can't even put that in a public place for people to you know observe and comment on then we don't have a free exchange of ideas yeah and you know if 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 somebody from the transgender community let's say if they wanted to put up an ad and an opposition to what we've said I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, even raise a finger or raise, or raise a word of, of concern. Absolutely, it's your money. Just don't use my money to do it. Like we're not asking for any city money here. No. Like a lot of the stuff that goes on these days is always sponsored by cities, by my tax dollars. We didn't ask for anybody's tax dollars here. We're spending our own money. But if they want to spend their money, they want to put up a picture of man dressed like a woman and say it's a woman go at it like we have no objection we don't agree but you know that's what adults do they they have you know full conversations about things and they don't get angry about it you know they just say okay well i mean honestly how do how can we even this is it seems so small yet it's so big because yeah. the principle here is if you don't if you're not on the left side, and there shouldn't even be a left and a right in government. It should be a right and wrong, right and left. It should be it should be not not right and left, it should be right and wrong. Yeah. But unfortunately we've got divided into right and left. So if if you're not on the left, like they're gonna cancel the party. Yeah. So I mean so that's Jeff where we're heading. So right now, the where we're at at the moment, we are 
planning to go to court to uh, once again stand up for the right of free speech for individuals and especially for political parties. Uh, we think this is a mild uh, and factual bit of advertising. It's not uh, extreme in any sense. It's not radical. It's not uh, angry. It's not hostile. It's just making a statement. Um, but we're going to need to go to court, and that's going to cost money. I think we we have a guess that it could be around seventy five thousand uh, dollars. At the end of the, it could roll up around there. That's that's so, what the lawyer said. I mean, so we yeah. are. We are now accepting pledges from supporters who want to uh, encourage us. And, and if uh, as things roll forward, we will be calling on those who have pledged money to, you know, to then send it in but right now. Uh, and we're going to put it in the show notes, a link where people could uh, make a pledge. Uh, anything else you want to say about that process, about the raising of funds for this case? Yeah, well, it's it's important that they first of all they can never give over seventeen hundred dollars a year to any political party. So if you if you're going to give us two thousand, make it seventeen hundred for now and send us three hundred next year. Yeah. But uh, the other thing is it's for every if you're still paying taxes for people that are still paying taxes, if they made a $400 contribution, they would get three hundred dollars of that back in a tax credit. Four hundred only cost you a hundred. So it's it's a very powerful way, a very a convenient way to 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 do things you could never do on your own. How can an individual come up with seventy five thousand dollars for court? Yeah. But the party's not doing it for us. We're doing this for Canada. I mean, a lot of people are going to win here. Yeah. And we don't have the deep pockets. Some of the big parties do. We don't get taxpayer money like some of the big parties do. No. But uh, we have set aside a fund or we're, or we're building a fund to fund this particular court case and uh, folks out there who share our beliefs that uh, in free speech and in, in promoting, you know, uh, the concept of traditional gender conformity and, and uh, the, uh, the proper uh, interaction of men and women um, can contribute directly to the party. They get a political tax contribution, but, Anything given to this cause will be used to support our court case uh, and not for any Correct. political purposes. Yeah, that's right. So we'll put that in the show notes. Otherwise, just to let people know, if you uh, if you don't have the show notes, if you're listening to this on a podcast or whatever, uh, you can call our uh, national office uh, during business hours in Ottawa. It's one triple eight. 868-3247. Speak to George there. Or you can email nationaloffice at chp.ca and, uh, and express your uh, intention to participate as a donor to, to this uh, court case that's coming up. Anything else, Jim? Well, you know, I was on a show earlier today and they were talking to me, you know, and uh, they said, well, we're looking forward to the day that CHP gets a candidate elected in Ottawa. And I said, you know, that probably isn't going to happen in the, sh in the very near future. But in the meantime, 
we are a party that is influencing governance. And that is so important. You know, there's people who become MP MPs and never influence governance their whole life. They just sit in a room with a bunch of other people, but they don't actually influence policy. But we're doing that. We've done it. And I think we're going to do it again. So we have a function. And a very important one. And we, we believe also just simply by having our candidates out there and discussing things like this in the public forum that we have an influence on the existing uh, members of parliament and the bigger parties that that are vying for people's votes. And certainly, uh, if they don't, if they don't represent our views, uh, then it is an encouragement for folks to help us uh, move forward with with our, you know, candidate selection and so on. And I would just take one small uh, uh, difference with you, Jim. We don't know if we're going to be elected anytime soon. Uh, we run uh, as if it's a possibility. And with God's help, it is oh, a yeah. possibility. If enough people vote for us, obviously we will elect members. But the, I, I take your point is that whether or not we have members in parliament, we can still make a difference in Canada's political uh, environment and political landscape. Yeah, let me put it this way. We're not waiting to get elected. We're doing it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. So, yeah. And when uh, I think the, the kind of influence we believe we can have on public policy uh, should be a justification when people vote for us to say, well, I see what you're accomplishing now. You can accomplish even more if we if we give you uh, a seat in Parliament. So we'll look forward That's right. to that day whenever that comes. Yes, for sure. Well, thanks, Jim. God bless you. God bless your work. I know you're a busy man. This is this is just something you're doing in your spare time because you have a yes. job and other obligations. <laughs> but we want to thank you for uh, all your efforts on behalf of the people of Canada to restore righteousness, morality, and to protect free speech for all Canadians. For sure. Thank you, Rod. And thank you for all you do as leader of the party. Okay. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to CHP Talks. For more content you don't want to miss, be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast, CHP Talks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. To view our weekly episodes in a video format, you can find us on Brighteon at brighteon.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. On BitChute at bitshoot.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. Now, social media censorship and the cancel culture have restricted what we can discuss on YouTube. But most of our programs can still be found on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash CHP Canada. Thanks for joining us. Please share this information with others. After all, speaking the truth is an act of love. I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of CHP Canada and your host of CHP Talks. See you next week.